all right, I just got to introduce you really quickly. Um, For sure. Yeah, so today we have Lily the Legend, uh, Lily the Legend on my podcast. <laughs> and, um, well, you're somebody who I just met recently, I guess, and who I definitely feel like we are, like, vibing and resonating and, like, we are definitely, like, uh, co-creating um, and just feel like our passions are aligned. And I like your uh, posts about um, spirituality um, and astrology. And I like how everything is just so just casual and like stress-free and like just, and just humor in it. And it just feels really um, relatable. So welcome on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I've been really resonating with you and everything you're posting. And I like what you said about co-creating because that's really what it feels like in general with everything right now, right? Like with yeah. people, with the universe, with ourselves. Like mm -hmm. it's really nuts. I really am enjoying the vibes, <laughs> the Andes vibe. And yeah. I do astrology vibes. So it's kind of <laughs> oh, are you serious? That's your app? Oh, yeah. That's the name of my <laughs> on wow. my company's astrology vibes so i really think that that's not a coincidence and you always post that nothing ever is so <laughs> yeah um i mean i go as far as saying um well this is something abraham hicks uh said is that everybody that we encounter in this reality is like a um what you would call it a soulmate of some sort like even the cashier at walmart or like you know like this, this is we are sharing a moment in like a snapshot of like the infinite cosmos together you know it's like absolutely of, yeah. yeah it's a point of an eye it's really interesting because whenever i you know whenever i'm attracting like an interesting energy into my life i'm like yeah. what is this like what did i what did i do to create this situation what the heck <laughs> very interesting but yeah i know what you're saying i always try to Whenever I'm at the grocery store or wherever, I always try to raise the vibe of whoever I talk to. Oh, yeah? Absolutely. Well, I mean, a lot of those people, you know, aren't living their dream. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, like to, I like to spread the vibes for sure. Yeah. So what's the vibe like in Minnesota? Um, I guess it really depends where you go and who you talk to. But mm -hmm. overall, I'd say it's pretty good. There's a classic saying like minnesota nice but we've all been like no that's not true we're very minnesota passive aggressive so we like if we have a problem with somebody like most people just talk shit behind closed doors and don't actually like take direct action with people so where i'm not like that so when people meet me they're like are you from the coast i'm like no i'm just rude or whatever you know like <laughs> i just say what's on my mind and all of you are afraid to do that so it's kind of silly but no minnesota school has a lot of water and a lot of um really good like trails and hiking and nature it's really beautiful but yeah the people they're cool i don't know you're in florida right yeah yeah um, we, I'd say it's probably better than Florida, but oh. <laughs> I'm probably biased. So. Uh, um, yeah, we got we got that um that old the retired vibe and uh, um, uh, yeah and, um, yeah and that type of uh <laughs> that type of vibe going on. Um, but I think just most people we just especially the 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 one who the ones who are spiritual or maybe just everybody in general seems to hit just to, I don't know see the dark side of the um the 
the place that they live in, right? So it yeah. seems, seems to me that all of my friends um, and family hate their hometown or where they currently live, it seems like, so. That's so interesting. I mean, yeah, I guess everything is kind of what you make it, right? Yeah, I seem to be the only person enjoying what, like, my surroundings, you know, <laughs> like, so it's, um, like, it's just, I mean, ever since, I guess, you know, I've done this vibrational work, I guess, um, it just seems like the circumstances look different, they seem different, and, like, synchronicities, and just, I don't know, it's just kind of like, the people, the toxic people in my life just, like, faded away, and it just seems to be, like, it's fun, and it, it, it like, I remember the other day, I was, like, driving, and I was thinking, Hmm. Florida is uh, is called what Paradise uh, Island? What was Florida called? It's a, it's a state of Paradise? Was something it? like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, I, I was just like thinking, man, I'm finally starting to see it a little bit. The place that I live is to some people, you know, like um, a place for vacations. Like yeah, like that's right? where yeah. a lot of people from. I mean, I'm in the north, so it gets terribly horribly cold here during the winter and i mean our winter is from like november to late march so it's pretty terrible um so yeah we often go down to the south in the winter for and i mean there's even like the term snowbirds so oh yeah people, yeah. Oh, yeah so they constantly <laughs> are going down to florida or arizona or just warmer places because it gets soul-suckingly cold like legitimately there's like two or three weeks out of the year where it hurts your face to go outside that's crazy is there like it a lot of crazy. snow is there like a lot of um, snow, like shoveling yeah there's a lot of snow but like the wind chills get so cold it's i mean i mean minnesota is basically canada let's be real so <laughs> we get yeah we get really 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 cold weather and sometimes like literally schools get closed because it's so cold <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, it is. It's really bizarre how it all works. Um, so every winter, everybody's like, this is my last winter here. And then we're next year, it's the same damn thing every time. So um, in the summer, though, spring, summer, fall, it's probably one of the best places to be. Really? Yeah, I'd say so. It's fucking beautiful <laughs> and there's like lakes rivers all that so a lot of people end up having cabins and stuff and just chilling and all that so it's good vibes for the most part gotcha so how long have you how did you end up in minnesota yeah um i mean i was born um on the border of wisconsin minnesota and i pretty much lived here not i mean my whole life, but I lived in Colorado for a total of probably like three years. And then I did a semester of school in Montana as well. So I've lived a few different spots. and But I really do like the Twin Cities where I'm at, Minneapolis, St. Paul, mm -hmm. um, just because like it feels like home. It, I know the roads, you know, just like the familiarity yeah. of it all. Um, but yeah, I went to school at the University of Minnesota for psychology and I haven't left since, aside from moving to Colorado. So how has psychology affected your life and your healing, your teaching, your spirituality? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. For a long time, I was very, I guess bitter maybe is the word for, you know, going to school for psychology. I graduated when I was 21. 
Um, I didn't, I mean, I had a decent amount of debt, but it wasn't like a disgusting amount, like a private school or anything. And I want, I mean, as I was going to school, I thought I was going to be a psychologist. And then Mm -hmm. it really hit me like after um, my undergrad, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) Holy crap, you know? And then I kind of, I mean, not kind of, I went into the rest of my 20s, literally just floating, trying to figure out like what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. And I ended up getting just a, you know, whatever job out of college. And I was working with people with developmental disabilities. And that was fine and dandy. But I'm like, no, that's not really what I want to be doing. And I ended up um, taking a business class at a local nonprofit. I think it was like $150 for a four week course that literally just gave you the basics, like basic, basic, basic for um, building a business. And I took it and I'm like, all right, I can do that. So I started, um, first I started a Twitter account and I called it Leo problems. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I literally, I mean, it's very low vibe. I just tweeted about my problems all day. And then at the end of it, I was like, hashtag Leo problems. You know, it could be like, I've been staring in the mirror for too long today. Leo problems, just really like stereotypical funny stuff. Um, it did well. And then I started a clothing line. It was called what? Lionhead. Clo- yeah, I started, it was called Lionhead Clothing Company. And that was really fun. It was like more of a creative outlet for me than anything. Um, I don't, I didn't make the designs, but I was kind of the puppet master, right? I would like get the design made, get the shirts made, send it all out. So, I mean, I was a business owner by 23. Um, and it was really fun and like, I did okay, but after a while I didn't know how to expand. So I just kind of gave up, um, (laughs) which is like, yeah, which I didn't understand for a long time i told myself i lost passion for it but clearly that's not true because here i am like seven years later doing very similar things so (laughs) um but i think like i just had to go through everything that i went through in my 20s to become the person that i needed to become in order to bring people what they actually need versus just like fun and comedy and entertainment so I'm moving away from just like entertaining people to really helping people's soul development on this planet and understanding like we are spiritual very spiritual beings that aren't really even human and yeah (laughs) we could go as deep as you want to go with that really but um But yeah, so I mean, I guess psychology, it really has looped in really, really well to astrology and really just the conversations that I have with people. I mean, let's be real. I've been my friends and people around me as therapists for years, like without getting paid for it. I'm sure you have too in many different ways. Um, And it's it's not a bad thing. It's like, it's kind of a gift, right? To be able to dive into people's psyches and understand other people on a deep level. It's really kind of a unique thing. And I'm not going to say school taught me how to do that, but school definitely opened my eyes to a few different things for sure yeah and to answer your question in a really long-winded way <laughs> no yeah so <laughs> so that's very interesting um now looking at you and talking to you in the past like i see that um you are you know definitely fine or in your passion or like evolving your passion or just in your you know like just definitely you have 
you don't seem lost. Like you seem to be definitely doing what you want. Like, you know, you're on Instagram talking about spirituality. Um, that seems to be like, um, something that's unique to you and, um, definitely, um, just kind of very far from being lost in your you know twenties. Um, so what, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it seems like, it you seems don't have like, full context, but yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, um, uh, what what advice would you give you know to people who are lost like in their 20s or something hmm what advice would i give um i would honestly say i wish i would have known the deeper layers of astrology in my early 20s because once i found out about just different places and different houses and how that really affects who you are and like where your gifts naturally shine within the world and everything like that really gave me a lot of confidence because I found out that I shine my brightest through my work and I also have a very strong uh, communication style and I'm able to bring things to like I'm able to essentially grab high level information and then bring it to the third dimension if that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It, I mean, yeah. And like, I never really saw it like that until uh-huh. my astrologer, Dana, looked at my chart back when and was like, oh, you have all of these gifts. And I'm like, oh, I, you're right. I do have all of these gifts. I just haven't like fully tapped into them yet. So that's, I think, um, just understanding how you operate is so useful right it's such a tool to like understand where you shine brightly and where maybe you don't and i kind of i mean not kind of i love the gary v method of life where it's like if you suck at something like that's great find somebody else to help you go with where you're really good at things you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's where you're going to have a lot of um success in yeah. developing who you are if you go with your strengths and just really hammer those down so that's that is essentially what I've been trying to do ever since I really learned about astrology. And that was like under a year ago, if we're being completely honest. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it was about, yeah, literally about a year ago, I just discovered astrology and I love what you said about astrology helps you find your strengths and your weaknesses. And before uh, my experience um, about with learning astrology, I was kind of like, man what is this horoscope stuff you know like i'm just kind of like come on uh well, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah i have thoughts but go on <laughs> yeah um but just real quick um i was i was smoking uh i was just uh, i can't remember what i was doing but i was just smoking and then um and, and i was driving and I, I a thought came to me it was like go to your local barnes and nobles and like just you know you have nothing else to do right now um and this is this was a time where I was going through uh, this major breakup, um, and so yeah. you know I was I was just kind of heartbroken. I just didn't want to go back to the house because various reasons. And so you know I, I went to Barnes and Nobles and I started to pick up that big astrology book for the first time. And you know I'm like pretty high, but um, I was able to like kind of understand. Okay, we have different signs, and then like um, there's different planets, blah blah blah, and and yeah. So I was reading that book for like an hour, and then I closed it and. I remember the moment I closed it, a thought occurred in my head. It was like, I really wish someone who was good with astrology can give me like a crash course on my chart and like help me understand this. That would go really far. And literally the next millisecond, I hear a voice. The guy to my left, he was like, 
hey, what are you reading there? And then I was like, astrology. And he turns out to be like really good with astrology. And then like, no way. Yeah, yes. And, and he literally told <laughs> me like, man. yeah. And he told me everything about my chart and like, oh my God. And I, and I was like, I was still pretty high. So like, it, it felt like this, this crazy Oracle moment. Like he was just Absolutely. like, this guy. And then he was just telling me like, oh my gosh. Um, he's he just like looking at, he's just looking at my chart. Uh, right. And then like, he was just kind of like, um, he was a really nice guy, but he was like almost like freaking out. He was he was just like, oh my gosh, um, dude, you're really intelligent, aren't you? I mean, you have all these cardinal signs. You're literally a leader in every area of your life. And, you are. And, 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 and he was just saying all these amazing things and literally like no bad things. I'm like, hey, say something bad. Give me something like my <laughs> my weaknesses. And um, the only weakness that um, that uh, I perceive in my chart. I guess it's not even a weakness, but it's it's my Venus and Cancer. That's something that I do struggle with is my Venus and Cancer because like I feel like um I don't know, like I have a hard time like I don't know, I get shy around relationships, I guess. I don't know. But it, yeah. It, yeah, it really works out when, you know, I find the right one, you know, like it, it's it's really deep, right? If I like in the long term, mm-hmm. you know, like and my house or whatever, it was on CoStar. I saw someone on CoStar and I don't really like CoStar too much, but it was saying how um, like your house and your Venus and Cancer like basically guarantees you to find deep lasting love or something like that. But anyways, yeah. yeah. Anyways, but, but long story short, I, I was able to like just, I was so in awe with what he was saying because it was so legit and it was like, I, it changed my life because he said to me, well, a lot of things, a billion things. I could talk about this for days, but um, he, well, first of all, he said, because you're Gemini or whatever is in this planet, um, he says that you probably feel that everybody is the same, like everybody's like you and everybody's not. So at that moment, I, I realized, oh my gosh, like I have certain talents and stuff that I thought everybody else had, but oh my gosh, they don't. And right. I realized, yeah, like, oh, my God, I am unique. You know, there's stuff I can do, there's stuff I, that I can't do, that other people can or can't do. And, um, yeah, but um, my, it, when I learned about my Gemini and Mercury and my Gemini sun, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, Gemini's communication, right? And, 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 um, oh, yeah. and my Mercury, yeah, Mercury is, like, also communication. So, like, uh, basically, it, it basically, it, the way I interpreted it, it was that it was saying that, um, it, well, it was saying that I would be able to like transcend the common form of communication or something like it was like, I'm going to really be able to like communicate. That's like a major theme. And that just, I interpreted that as social media. So that gave me so much confidence. Mm. And yeah, that's been a major theme in my life. And I realized that through astrology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it allowed you to recognize those things in yourself and what you could bring to the world in an effective way, right? Yeah. And it like builds up your confidence in it as well, which is really spectacular. Um, as you were saying that, I'm like literally looking at your chart. So I'm probably just going to spit a few things at please, you that please, I want please. you to know. Um, <laughs> All right, so let's break it down. We have your sun in Gemini, and it's in your sixth house. Our sun is going to be the biggest, brightest, main expression of ourselves. So most people know their sun sign. It's uh, based on your birthday. So unless your birthday falls on, like, the day where it changes, then we have to look at the degree and the time and all that. Oh, my gosh. But, 
most people know uh, exactly like what what their sun sign is and yours is Gemini. So like exactly like you said, very, very big on communication. If Geminis can't communicate, they're going to lose their minds and they're an air sign. So they talk a lot and they have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> and air signs are just like, they're, I mean, if you think about air, it's like you're literally up in the clouds and you it's hard sometimes to even get grounded especially for you because you don't really have much uh, earth in your chart no. so um but more on gemini just very talkative very curious and like oh, yeah. on a basic level they just need mental stimulation and so for you like things like the podcast and things like coaching and things Damn. everything you're bringing to the world is keeping yeah. you mentally stimulated and it's also inspiring others through what you learn right um yeah. and i really i mean gemini's they are really good at doing like multiple things at once so they don't always need to just like have one track they can really mm. be wherever and it is the twins so i mean it can get very confusing for you because your mind can change quite frequently um but at the same time if you learn how to like integrate them and have them work together it can be like double trouble um, i guess i, I want to say something real quick um yes. so i did so this is really interesting because um well first of all i I've, I've never my whole life i've never really identified like with the gemini like i've always been like uh like i don't know i just never felt that way but um Something that's very interesting um, about the twin thing is I had a friend, uh, Roberto, um, he's into this Mayan dream spell astrology. And, oh. and I, that one is just, I, uh, I resonate so hard with that one. Everybody I've shown, like, it's, it resonates really hard. It's like um, your astrology, but like for your soul instead of your physical body or something like oh, that. that sounds and dope as fuck. I, I got to show you that, that. Listen, that shit will change your life. Like it I will, bet. And it will be so fucking accurate. But long story short, yeah. it, says, it says something about, um, I have like, um, I don't know, like two sisters or two whatever. Like um, basically my twins are just one twin, but double the power. Like, Ooh, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like, good. Well, yeah. there you go. So, that's yeah, beautiful. Because I, I've always felt like one person, you know, I always never, yeah. I never had that. Um, I don't know that like double, I, I don't know that whole Gemini. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just always felt like myself. And, and that's like, dope. Yeah, I love that. But, that's yeah, like, but, I don't want to say that's uh, lucky, but kind of, because pretty <laughs> much, pretty much every Gemini yeah. I've ever talked to has been like, I don't know what's going on up here. Yeah, no, no, I never, <laughs> that's, that's cool. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, I'm not flippy, flippy floppy, you know, like I've always that's been good. really direct and yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, so that was cool how those two really like play together uh the, the two different charts uh, absolutely yeah. um okay. the, the part i really want to mention to you is that your son is in your sixth house which is typically the house of virgo so you're really really big on service to others and you yeah. shine your brightest through service to others which i believe wow. you're literally bringing into your life every day right wow. Um, and you will have the ability to help others really just like alleviate their suffering through their daily routines, which is pretty dope. Wait, 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 so, wait. you got that, all that from my chart just now? Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, wait. Okay. First of all, Virgos, um, 
so what is the thing on like why is that why do they help people like that's a thing for them that's a trait for them yeah that's like their number one thing is just serving others they're really really really, yeah absolutely um they're really good at it i mean most of the virgos i know are like really into their bodies and are usually like a physical (laughs) coach of some type honestly um and uh, i mean not in a bad way just but like they're really able to (laughs) serve others and it's kind of a beautiful thing but i'm not saying that all so all right the way i see astrology is there's evolved and unevolved so yeah me too me too i love it yeah it's just like the lower vibration and higher vibration so a virgo that's in a lower vibration they could just be a really bad person and like you know it like even if they do serve others they would expect it all back and like yeah just like in weird weird vibes but but the highest expression of virgo is yeah it's serving others absolutely and um grounding and purifying the physical so so where does the um the 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 alleviate others like um aspect come in um it's just like again they so the sixth house is all about like daily routines and how you find ways to like do better just in your day to day. And I think that for you, you're really able to help people achieve that by staying present and just focusing on the day to day and focusing on the moment to moment. Right. And you're really, yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And also, and this is something I absolutely need to mention just because it's in your sixth house, um, sixth house people, they really tend to feel a lot of mind body connection so you really might um like if you get excited you might feel it in your body if you get upset you might feel it in your body more than other people ever would what will other people feel who doesn't have this um i guess it you know they just might not be as connected with that mind body connection so it it can be really challenging to try to like have other people feel something when they literally don't have the full capacity to. Whoa. I know. That's, yeah, it gets wild. Um, but the other parts I want to talk to you about is your Libra placements. And once we talk about these, then it'll kind of give us a little bit of a segue into Libra season, which just happened it just transitioned to Libra season yesterday. So a lot of people will be feeling these energies right now. So everything that I say to you about Libra within this will be applicable to pretty much the collective right now as well too. Love it. Yeah. Um, So you have a Libra moon and our moon. So our sun is the main expression of ourselves. Our moon is going to be our internal moods and emotions that not everybody gets to see, but it is 100% like what's going on in your brain when you're by yourself and just like always essentially like there's no separating from your moods and emotions. It's very challenging to do that. Right. Um, And Libras, I mean, they're another air sign. So automatically you have a lot happening with your just air in your chart. Um, But Libra, like you did say, is a cardinal sign. So that mainly just means that you're initiating um, the new season. So fall started when Libra started. And Libras bring in change. They bring in new energy. And with that, like on an emotional level, 
you'll have a need for harmony balance and just like having everything be peaceful and chill and when it's not like that like you tend to get a little bit stressed out and you'll probably like i mean i'm just i'm obviously generalizing but this is typical libra vibes Mm -hmm. and um a lot of the times like yeah they just they are really big into service to others as well because they want other people to be happy. They want other people to be fulfilled and they pretty much sometimes even like pour a little bit too much into other people and neglect themselves. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Which I mean, it can be good, but at the same time, I think we all are at a point where we realize that we really need to protect our own energy in order to um, be effective for other people. So um, quick question. Yes. So sometimes when I think of Libra, I think of that whole balance situation. But then, yep. but then you, I hear about the whole leader initiating change. Like how, like how does that even work? If, if, um, that sounds like polar opposites. It, yeah, it, it can be for sure. I like, it, again, it kind of goes back to like being evolved or unevolved. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're evolved, like you can balance things in a very like leader type way, right? If you want. I mean, so with this, like you're the leader that takes everything into consideration and you're the leader that can see every single side to everything which makes you a very effective leader in my opinion because you're not just out here like aries for example might just like be a tyrant in their leading whereas libra is gonna be like actually we need to consider everything while we lead that's so crazy um i really consider um myself a leader um absolutely i'm definitely um uh, it's it's always been, but it's always been about the group. Like I'm never like, um, okay, my way or the highway. It's always been okay. The bet, the best way we are going to be effective as a unit, and this maybe come from my sports background, but the best way for us to be <laughs> effective as a unit is if we are all contributing in on our game. So I I actually like to. Um, and I learned this from Jocko Willink, um, Navy SEALs. He has a podcast. He's a really cool guy. Uh, he talks about how uh, when you're the leader, you know, it's actually really good to give responsibility to the people in your group, right? Yeah. And, yeah like just, and just, I don't know. So I've always been that way. Like, I've always been really cool with um, giving power and responsibility and, and decision making to the, the people in the group. And also, um, yeah, so like, I always, don't I just see that everything will work so much better if everybody, every chain in the link or whatever is, uh, is all, you know, like synchronized and going and and on the same page and harmonized. Yeah, exactly. And you literally hit the nail on the head with harmonized, right? That's literally (laughs) what they like to do and how they like to feel. Um, and you also have, well, so this is your Libra placements are in your 10th house and our 10th house is all about our workplace or our career and our status within the world. So hmm. you find a lot of emotional satisfaction by um, doing the best you can within the work wow. that you do. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Cause like, I thought that just came from my um, Chinese background, <laughs> but Oh, no, yeah, nope, nope, that's your Libra moon in your 10th house. Well, and you have your Mars in Libra as well. Oh, I want to house. talk about that, yes. Yeah, so Mars. Well, wait, wait, can I, can I just give, give my, um, I want to, I kind of just want to give my little <laughs> explanation yeah. real quick, you know, my Go little. Go for it, man. Yeah. Your podcast. Let's <laughs> so, hear it. Yeah, so, Mar, um, so 
I, I just, Mars is like, um, anyways, long story short, whenever I think about my Mars and Libra, I think about um, something I saw, which is Mars and Libra is basically all my enemies become my friends. Like, it's like a, I, I turn all my enemies into um, not my enemies, like allies. Or I turn them into advantages for me. That's the way yeah. I feel. That's the, I don't know what's <laughs> like. What Absolutely, because you have the mass ability to just smooth things over, you know? And yeah. like, you have a way about you that literally makes people like comfortable and want Ooh. to, I was just going to say, want to be more vulnerable. So maybe Ooh. that's that's a good way to put it um but mars is a planet of like war conflict and aggression but it's also where we're taking massive action within the world and like where we're, we have a very strong drive so wow. we have a very 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 strong drive for like everything to be chill and balanced and for everybody to get along and work together like you wow. just said and um at the same time this is to me it's the funniest placement because I mean, it's the planet of conflict, right? Mm -hmm. And you typically it rules Aries, and the opposite of Aries is Libra. Yeah. So you have oh, like the snap. yeah. So like there's a lot of contradicting energy. Whoa. So wow. which which can pop out sometimes, like when there is something. Um, yeah. And maybe this happened more before, like spiritual awakening for you. Yeah, yeah. But like when there was conflict or when there was something wrong i feel like libras either want to like make it perfect right away or Ooh. they just like avoid it altogether or just like very indecisive and wow. really like can't make a decision or a move on anything yeah um that's so true but um that's something just totally clicked with me it just i feel the same way that i feel now than than that sorry than that um that first time when i met that guy and he explained the chart like this is this is just so, such a blast for me. I feel like a kid in a candy store right now. Like this exactly. is, I love this. But yes. Yeah. So we, yeah, man, I need to schedule a session with you. That's what needs well, to happen. Well, it's, it's a lot of fun to <laughs> yeah. just really like it's dive so into fun. your chart yeah, and but, understand yeah. these things about yourself. But this right? is really helpful, but I just really want, really quickly want to say, um, so my Mars and Libra, right. Um, it's the opposite, but the way I, but that reminded me of something. The guy said, um, one thing the guy said, uh, he said that I have so much cardinal in my chart or whatever, and that like I'm literally a trailblazer in every area of my life. So the the way I see it is like contradictions are not contradictions to me. They are uh, they they spark my creative juice to turn those <laughs> in, into in turn those polar directions, polar opposites into yeah. into this one um harmonized uh a strong aggressive not not aggressive but like a, a effective trending direction right into like instead of stagnant the polar opposite kind of i turn it into one positive direction and the way i see it is um my mars and libra the way i see it is like you know mars is about like action i guess and um and something that i've been really and libra is kind of like what like harmony or whatever and the way i see it is that like with my podcast everything i've been doing i'm taking massive action by co-creating literally mm -hmm. all that everything really the, the meat of what i'm doing is literally literally to get to just to, i'm making friends like my business is predicated on me making making soul friends if you think about it like um, absolutely you know, like you change my like literally you changed my life. Like, oh, well, I feel the same exact way. Really? Well, so. yeah, yeah, no, but I'm well, saying. And, yeah. and on, well, if, 
if are you done with that thought? Because I have something to add. Oh uh, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty done. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, Libra is uh, rules the seventh house, and the seventh house is all about relationships, and that's relationships with other people. It can be romantic relationships, it can be business relationships, or just you know friendships in general. And like you said, you have your Venus in Cancer, but your Venus is in the seventh house of relationships. Whoa, wait. Yeah. That's, that's Libra, right? Or Yes, exactly. So your, Venus is in, so your Venus is in Cancer in the house of Libra. What the fuck? Yeah. I like, <laughs> let's break that one down. So that's, uh, that's another reason why like you're so other people oriented, right? Because yeah. Libra, they literally like, if they aren't in like relationship with somebody, they kind of like, just don't know what to do. Like, you know what I mean? Not all the time, but like, yeah. they just really thrive within a partnership it just really is like something that works well for them i mean don't get me wrong you do have a lot of like independent um yeah. sagittarius yeah. vibes yeah. as well but mm -hmm. i really do think that this venus in cancer so let's talk about this because you were saying that this is the one where you're kind of unsure of maybe or yeah. it's a little bit much um, yeah yeah so venus in cancer in itself i mean Oh boy. So Venus is our planet of love and relationships. And I mean, on a basic level. And when we have it in Cancer, Cancers love and need to nurture other people. Gosh. I know. Literally my life 101. Like, you know, I, have yeah. that, I have that social aspect, but literally I try to like son and daughter everybody in my life. I swear. Yes. Like, it's kind of like everybody becomes my little precious i gotta literally I, I gotta help you improve your life let's talk yeah. about let's talk about some healing, <laughs> some transformation <laughs> exactly and that's literally what's happening here and venus and cancer they really tend to place a large emphasis on their family relationships as well but a lot of the time um that can mean like you know their actual family the family they're gonna create or a lot of yeah, the time yeah. they can even feel like the entire world's their family and you form like insanely strong bonds with the people that you're close with like closer than most people do or could like yeah. literally could because cancer is a water sign and like you were saying um i don't remember exactly what you said but it reminded me to tell you that cancer is the crap right so yeah. there's that hard exterior and then once you break that down, there's this crazy yes. vulnerable interior oh where it's, yeah. And like, you really oh do thrive with that vulnerability, oh but God. if you've been hurt, it's very hard for you to show that again. And that's when you yeah. retreat into that like crab-like state where you're just, I don't know, whatever. Wow. Did you ever see that meme where that little crab is like holding a knife and he's like trying to snatch yeah, 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 yeah. That's literally <laughs> what cancers remind me of when they're oh my like gosh. vulnerable. They get okay. really just closed off. So, wow. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just freaking out because this. No, you're fine. This is what astrology does, man. Like it's Damn. a mind fuck in the best possible way. Cause you just get a very yeah. deep understanding of like everything. It's <laughs> so. just like my chart. I don't know why it's like, look, I, I used to play a lot of video games and it's just kind of like yeah. I'm learning about my attributes. Like this is my character and this is my abilities in the game. And um, it's like literally the, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way I see it, it's just like, 
So I have all these sociable traits. And the thing is, like, mm-hmm. I'm actually really um, inter- introverted. Like, I, I, I probably, like, 99% of the time, like, be, I love being by myself. I barely hang out with other people. Um, uh, but the thing is, though, I just kind of, all my social traits, because, you know, my, I, I realize my power is in my co-creation. So I do, you know, like, have a lot of, I don't know, just co-creating going on. But the way I see it, it's like we're all, like, little cells in you know the universe's you know body or whatever and it's just kind of like if we are all one or whatever like we i am a very effective person but i just see that gosh if we do this together like we came here we came on we came to experience this physical reality on multiplayer we didn't choose to play single player like we chose multiplayer so it's like i see like wow the joy the fruit the the, oh man like to share this with my brothers and sisters it's just uh, uh talk about that all day it's anyway a, it's beautiful yeah. right yeah. it really is uh, yeah, yeah but but the thing is um i i want to i want to understand cancer a little bit better because sure. my perception of cancer is just very shy and very um just definitely you know all that vulnerable and i also think of like healing but it's definitely just kind of like really sensitive and shy and like hurt like that's i don't know what (laughs) what what is a developed cancer what does that look like um a developed cancer i mean they are really just able let's go back to the nurturing thing they're really able to give without limits and like really help people develop on an emotional level right so like they're able to connect with people on that emotional level that maybe not somebody else would be able to. And because they do feel so deeply, and I'm getting goosebumps, um, because they do feel so deeply, they're able, once they are able to be vulnerable, you're able to help other people understand how to do that too. Because oh it's God. very challenging for them to overcome that, right? Oh so once that they do, they're able to help others in that same capacity. That is so crazy. Um, that's so true because my whole life, I've always had this like uh, mask going on. I've never was been able to be myself until really recently. Um, and I had like a lot of just issues with being myself. Um, and well, you asked what Chiron in your 12th house and Sag. So wow, now we're getting good. advanced. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means, but but like it's um, a mess. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, but as far as um, what you would call it um, goes, like damn, damn I lost my Can- thought. Cancer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> cancer. Um, and what else? What Interrupted you. Um, bringing <laughs> your. Um, stuff to the world um when you were younger it was hard oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i made an episode recently on masculinity um and just kind of my experience with like um i you know i I had a certain perception of uh uh like just kind of who i need to be who i need what i need to act like and once i once i like saw through it when i when i was having going through my heartbreak um i realized Oh my gosh, like it, it, the power, there's no, I don't lose any advantages by being vulnerable. And like, it's like now this is my thing. I teach people how to be vulnerable, um, be open. And because that was insane, yes. insanely hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Um, okay, um, sorry, really quickly, I want to ask you. Yeah. So, I feel like my Venus and Cancer kind of dictates my 
relationships with girls, you know, like in terms yeah. of, I feel like, um, I don't really, um, it's like, it's like so much quality versus quantity. Like it just, seems, it just seems like I'm a relationship type of guy. Like you 100% are, because like I said, it's in your seventh house, the house of relationships. God. So having your <laughs> Venus in your seventh house is kind of a next level placement that really emphasizes for you needing and wanting and appreciating and finding value and love and harmony inside of relationships. So for you, it's like a very natural expression to be in a relationship with somebody. That's so um yeah that's just pretty crazy um it's just the, the only thing is that definitely like never been a relate like never gotten a lot of relationships um well that's because you like you're such a next level individual and you uh-huh. need somebody with the same amount of emotional depth as you which that's is so very true. hard wow. to find when wow. people aren't aware of like where yeah why so. wow yeah it's just kind of like everybody that i come across i'm just like not it not it not it not it not it not it like yeah. it's kind of like everybody just like not it for me like it's kind of crazy. You literally, like I said, you need somebody next level intellectually. And then yeah. at the same time, you need somebody that can go and like care and nurture as much as you can as well. Is that um, the whole intellectual and uh, is that also part of the cancer thing? Or uh, No, I'm mainly looking at Gemini, Sagittarius, and Libra. Okay. Okay. They all like yeah. really love the intellectual side of life. And if Gemini. that's not being told. Are you serious? My whole big three is intellectual. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh Are you serious? Yeah, like Sagittarius is all about like the really, um, really high levels of thought. Gemini like philosophical to, yeah like philosophical, philosophical and then like Gemini just wants to learn everything like they don't really care they just want to know everything <laughs> what about Libra then, yeah I mean Libra is very analytical and they're oh, really man. they're really good at um they get very discounted of the air signs for being like really intelligent but they're smart people for sure yeah um yeah so uh this Sagittarius rising though that's definitely going to add those layers but so you, I mean, I'm not going to get too much further into your chart. I just want to okay. mention yeah. that you have um, three Sagittarius placements within your 12th house. And our 12th house is a very mystical, mysterious place that doesn't always resonate because it's hidden from you. So it's hard to understand the energies that are there sometimes, I guess, is what I'm trying okay. to get at. But um Overall, what this is showing me that is that you have like a massive spiritual path and that you're really able to help other people along that path as well, as long as you are able to embrace it, which you literally are right now. So you're living that out, which is really, really cool. Whoa, <laughs> that's not mysterious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I don't get too much into the 12th house, but yeah. like my astrologer, Dana, she is a 12th houser herself. And oh, wow. um, yeah, it takes, a, it takes a special kind of person to really unpack the 12th house um, because it is such a strange, okay. strange place yeah. to live and be. So, wow. um, yeah, so I mean, there's just a lot of really cool things you can learn from your chart as you, you know, said and mentioned and it's really exciting to understand yourself and understand what you need and what you want and what's going to work and what might not you know 
so one last thing I just want to ask you about, um, um, and like I promise you, like I'm done. <laughs> um, no, you're fine. Is um, I also have Aquarius, uh, but that was that's just the Uranus Neptune thing, I think. Right. That's I mean, that's still a big deal. So it's it's so much air. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like yeah. Just, yeah. What what is you do yeah. a lot of air? Yeah. So what is that about in terms of like um, the Uranus and Neptune, like they're generational or like whatever. Typically, yeah, it does. So Uranus and Aquarius, it'll go from 1996 to 2004. So everybody in that range um, yeah. has that placement which i think is really cool just yeah. like so the people around you are generally going to be sort of like-minded a little bit right um <laughs> oh, and then yeah, it kind yeah. of so those um the ones that are a little bit more generational it's really important to look at the house that they're in and you have them both in your second house and our second house has to do with values it has to do with money it has to do um with like how to how you make money like money making wow. schemes and how like you find entrepreneurship yeah entrepreneurship absolutely and a lot of the time like well neptune is an interesting one in the second house i don't know how far you want to get into this but um, we don't have to I don't, we just yeah we, we'll talk about no i just i don't want to spill your tea to the world oh, what? no no i'm super yeah i'm no like what what are you gonna say like i I, so, I just, yeah. <laughs> Neptune in the second, it can yeah. sometimes really just mean that you don't see your self worth for as much as you're actually worth. I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's something to obviously you're able to overcome it, but yeah. um, sometimes yeah. there might be a little bit just lack of clarity within those um, realms, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, so the sooner and like, honestly, I feel like you've kind of overcome that. So I'm not really worried about that for you. Because I feel I mean, at least from what I'm getting from you yeah. is that you're you've actively worked through that. And I mean, the chart, the chart is what it is. But yeah. the chart at the same time is meant to be transcended. So it's meant to like, understand these things about yourself. And then really just like okay well that's how it is but now it doesn't even need to be and you can turn into whatever you want and um there's also things called chart progressions so for example i could run yours i don't have it in front of me but yeah. i'll just give mine as an example so i was born a leo but now uh, my progressed son is virgo what? i was born yeah i was born a um uh Aquarius moon but right now my progress moon is in Pisces and then my rising is Libra but my progress rising right now is in Scorpio and these different progressions the I mean the sun it changes the degree every year so um it won't change progression every year it'll take 29 years to complete a complete progression but at your moon it'll change every like two and a half years so, for example, right now I'm in my Pisces moon progression, so I want to do a bunch of drugs. Whereas <laughs> once I move into Aries, I'll actually get some fucking shit done, and I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm just like floating around in the 
Pisces world and I'm just like get me out of here how do you guys deal with this so I don't have much water in my chart to begin with so yeah it's a lot well and that's probably why your cancer Venus feels so wild to you because it's pretty much your only like water placement you know and yeah. it's probably very confusing you're like oh man this feels way different than everything else yeah man me and relationships <laughs> is just so different I'm like oh it's just so deep and it's just kind of like yeah so much at a time like trauma and insecurities to work through absolutely well and i mean to be fair like all of this is just a general overview of your chart there are a bunch of like squares and trines and oppositions and stuff like that that i'm obviously not gonna get into on this no please don't yeah no no (laughs) trust me nobody would be able to stop listening i'm just kidding but um (laughs) but when you get like a real astrology reading those are things that they can dive into for you which is really useful it's 333 right now by the way so that's kind of cool 333 over there (laughs) i'm super into angel numbers i'm trying to help other people understand them a lot better speaking of our code i don't know if you see in front of your thing but it's like the last three digits or three yeah yeah. I know, I texted oh, that to you. Yeah, 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 I, I know. Saw it. I was yeah, like, oh, 333, yeah. check us out. <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely aligned. To me, 333 means that the Ascended Masters are all around us right now. Man, I, oh, I, I, um, I didn't, I started to, like, see extreme amounts of angel numbers, like, after my heartbreak. Like, literally, mm. I started seeing, like, every 20 minutes, I will see, like, I don't know. It was just got it got crazy, and I've always like never understood what they meant. I still don't know the exact meaning of, but I just know that okay, I'm doing something right because I'm seeing tons and tons of angel numbers. So I, I just absolutely yeah. well, yeah. They all have different meanings or yeah. just little things that the you know higher realms are trying to communicate with you. Yeah. And numerology is so old that like it just makes sense for that to be a way to communicate. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I always Google it every single time. The only source that I really look at is the Joanne Sacred Scribes. So I'll just Google like 333 angel number and I'll click on her website and it's always spot on every single time. And it's beautiful. So now I don't even really have to look much up unless it's a completely random number like 2121, then I'll look it up. But if it's any of the repeating small ones, I generally know. Yeah. Um, And it's just a way to check in with yourself, right? So, Mm -hmm. for example, if I see 666, it means I need to balance my thoughts surrounding money. It always means that for me. Um, It might mean different things to different people, but I feel like you can definitely (laughs) put your own um, little interpretation on it, I guess. I I I have a question for you. Okay, okay. For me? Do you, in your meditation sessions or just in general, do you have like an ascended master that you ever talk to or is it just you talking with your higher self or um, like yeah it, it's it's yeah it's the abraham hicks thing it's just uh, um um uh, and that's this is super recent by the way um i've yeah i've uh, i've always you know like it's, it's ironic because you know I'm, I'm into all this abraham hicks stuff it's basically channeled high vibration but i've always been super skeptical with channeling ascended master type stuff um which which it's kind of unfair for me to say because uh i get inspiration 24 7 um like Mm. i'm always getting these divine downloads uh but let me just real quickly just say my process is uh like you know after like 20 minutes of meditation we get in this detached state 
And um, when we get into this detached state, um, we become detached from our mundane thoughts, but that means that we are now much, much, much more sensitive and connected to our inner being, our higher self, who's always offering us highly vibrational thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the way I, I see it. Uh, and, that, and recently I've been meditating a ton and I've been reaping the benefits because I've like, I'm so sensitive to just this divine energy within now. Um, but that is, yeah, that's my answer for you. I like that. Yeah, I was just curious. I feel like everybody has definitely different experiences with it. Um, If I could share mine, I would super love to. So, um, I mean, throughout my 20s, I didn't really smoke weed until I moved to Colorado. And like, but when I moved back to Minnesota and continued, I lived with my spiritual friend and we would literally like smoke weed and like talk about spirituality every single night. It was really transformational and really amazing. And there was one night in 2014 where I was, I don't know what, I don't know if I was trying to meditate or what I was doing exactly, but I, um, I had this vision of myself on this bridge in Boulder, Colorado, which was like one of my favorite bridges that I ever just went to. It was just very beautiful and serene. And there was like this angelic presence that came to me. And all I felt was like just unconditional love, right? And I like, I asked her, I'm like, like, who are you? Like, what's your name? And she said, Mary. And I was like, okay. And then literally I went about five years up until literally last month, just being like, all right, that happened once. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so last month, I, my, er, my astrologer, Dana, she came and visited me for my birthday. We had never met, but we've been working together since the beginning of the year. So she flew to me for my birthday and I had bought a pendulum. I don't know if you ever use a pendulum, but I, I, I'm familiar with it, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So, well, long story short, yeah, I had a pendulum and she, her vibe was so high that mm-hmm. she literally just like raised the, when we were together, our vibration was so high that we literally like felt out of our minds because yeah. we just were like going back and forth, just like insane, like insanity, like just so high vibe that it didn't even make sense really I'd never really experienced it so I started um and I had done like well I guess I was microdosing as well mushrooms but um so I got my pendulum out and somebody like for whatever reason I realized that the ascended master that I had spoken to was Mary Magdalene oh snap I know. And then I asked my pendulum and it literally went like farther than it's ever gone in a circle. And I just felt this massive sense of like unconditional love. And if you don't know who Mary Magdalene is in the Bible, it's Jesus's wife. And like they had a kid together and all of that. Whoa, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I think it's wild. So I just recently bought the Mary Magdalene manuscript, which is channeled from her. Oh my gosh. It's really cool. Whoa. It's the the alchemies of Horus and sex magic of Isis. And like the church has made her out to be a whore, but like she wasn't, you know, she just was in Isis's like, I guess, cult or whatever to learn sex magic. But she and Jesus would bang, and that is how, in a roundabout way, the basic way to say it, and that is how he was able to ascend, because they, 
like did alchemy together to create the Merkaba mm-hmm. or Merkaba or whatever you want to call it. So like a light body. And that's how Jesus r- rose from the dead. Wild. So that's the book I'm reading right now. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, tell me more, please. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm only like 70 pages in, but so far it's fascinating. Right. And I mean, so my thought of just channeling in general i've been around a lot of just different spiritual people and don't get me wrong there's definitely like lower level entities that people can channel and i don't think they're even realizing like who they're talking to and i always like am really and like whenever i do anything i'm set massive intentions like if there's any weird vibes at all i'm like get the fuck out of here you know what i mean but well and like people are afraid of these things but they shouldn't be because like you have complete control right like you if there's a negative energy you can just like burn some sage or or whatever your you know method of burning anything like clearing cleansing energy um and you can just invite only the good energies in so whenever i do any channeling of any sort and i only do it with my pendulum um just because i can feel things in my body versus like um hearing things or seeing things and where was i going with this i have no idea oh okay so i always ask um I'm like, okay, only like people that are here for my highest good. So I only invite in ascended masters or helper spirits, essentially. But there have been people I've been friends with in the past where they've been channeling and I'm like, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? So I think it's very much um, a feeling based thing. And if you, you know, if it feels off, it is. Yeah. So something I just want to mention real quick. Um, You do tarot, right? Tarot cards? Um, I do, but it's more literally, it's just like, I do them and then I still have to like look them all up, but I do it very (laughs) intuitively. Like I'll just, that's kind of how I do chart readings too. I like look, I'm like, okay, they probably need to know this, 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 and this. And then I'll do a card reading and I'm like, well, this seems important here. So I'm going to tell them that everything's so intuitive. And the more I trust my own intuition, the better the readings get. And I'm like, wow. All right, cool. Well, I, I, I think, um, if you're open to it, like sometimes after, like I want to schedule a tarot card reading or whatever. Yeah, man. Um, I don't have a specific service for that, but we oh, totally no? could make it schmappin'. No, yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah. well, yeah. like I said, I do, um, or I guess maybe I haven't talked about this. I do what's called soul sessions where mm-hmm. I literally look at your chart and do tarot and do like channeling. So I do them all together because I think that way they're more powerful. But that's like, so powerful and unique. Yeah. I mean, but I guess like honestly for the monthly coaching, it would be cool to like, you know, do like a little three card spread or like five card or whatever just to kind of understand what maybe to focus on in that time. And it's always so legit. That's what drives me, I know. That drives me crazy. But like yeah. literally I'll do one like in the morning and then I'm like, maybe it changed. And then I'll do mm. another one it's like the same concept mm. so i'm like all right fine <laughs> i just need to pay attention yeah okay. yeah man so. yeah i mean um i never got tarots done on me um but yeah but just um uh someone uh who i was intimate with um it was just kind of like so crazy like the results which mm-hmm. and it and you know like there's some certain stuff that was like bad or you know just kind of like something hey if you don't do this this is gonna happen and, and it, it, 
everything has became true. Like, just it's just so spot on. Like, but it was literally like fortune telling. Like, it was just so spot well, on. Well, what it is, I mean, it's just tapping into those universal energies, right? Like, Are you I. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, man. I don't do shit. I just like have people put their energy into the cards and then we lay them out and I like interpret oh it. You know what I mean? And oh it's not me doing it. It's literally the universe talking to you through a deck of cards. It's wild. Oh, and that's why it's accurate because it's not like on the, I mean, some readers might take liberties or whatever. I don't. I'm like, yeah. I don't know anything. Like, just use me as a channel for whatever, I guess. Yeah. You know? Wow. <laughs> like, it's really wild. That is wild. Um, yeah. So, have you ever... Um, well, I, I, if, if you have, um, I, there's an experience I want to share with you real quick. Um, sure. But have you ever done Ouija boards? Um, I mean, like, kind of joking around as yeah. I was a kid, but yeah. not in a serious note as an adult. But I've always thought about it. I really, like, think it would be yeah. cool to try now I, it, that I know all these things. Well, um, it's freaking legit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I bet. Exactly. And, that's, and that was crazy. Uh, I had a – yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty legit. But I was at, a, like, a low – it was right before my heartbreak, but it was kind of mm. a really low-vibe place um, in my life. Uh, but – but yeah, yeah. So like Ouija board is actually like what got me kind of realizing, oh my gosh, like those whole channeling concept. Um, um, because like I was just kind of like, man, y'all, y'all, like all oh, my roommates um, and everybody that was there at the time, like they were doing this and they were just in their little room. They were lighting candles and they're just kind of like, they're having fun with it, right? And I'm just kind of yeah. like, man, these dev devil worshippers. And, <laughs> and then they were like, and um, yeah, um, yeah, my ex at the time, uh, my ex was like, hey, come on, just try this out. Like, you know, you'll really enjoy this, whatever. And I tried it. And I was kind of like, man, this is, I know this is some psychology stuff. Like, this is, there's no way. Like, this stuff is legit. Um, and because, you know, I was hearing, like, them screeching from the room. Like, you know, like, they, get, they got something, right? And then so, yeah. like, actually, the first few times, like, no one would come out like, when I was doing it. And then, and then, like, I ended up channeling, like, <laughs> like, Ooh, it's four for four over here. Nice. Anyways, um, I ended up channeling like I don't know, just like one of the devil's left hand or something, and then they were all oh looking, gosh, yeah, and they were just like all looking for me, and they felt I don't know, it was pretty crazy, but it was like oh my gosh, like we we could not have spelled these things out. It was just literally just so legit, like I, I don't know, it was crazy, and it was just so crazy accurate, but um. But like, yeah, 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 it's pretty crazy. It's wild. I, I, so I, probably, I, yeah, go ahead. I just, I guess just with everything, um, yeah. just setting an intention, right, is so yeah. important. And yeah. understanding like who you're inviting in and what you're inviting in. Yeah, and, like, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not devil worship. I mean, could you be talking to lower vibrational spirits? Sure. Yeah. But like, if you only invite in the ones that are here to help, then it's all good vibes. Yeah, I'm definitely like not trying to be a, do, do Ouija boards. Um, <laughs> definitely. But that just, that definitely, honestly, that set me up to like Abraham Higgs, <laughs> even. Yeah. Like, or, or tarot cards, like in terms of, if you can channel low vibrations, then I wonder if you channel love you know absolutely yeah. well yeah. and that's what mary provides me whenever i call upon her she's just like whoa you're massively loved you know what i mean yeah. like you it you're so loved and wrapping yourself in that unconditional love feeling is like amazing so oh. um 
Yeah. Well, and then like on a interesting deeper scale. So when I'm sitting in readings with people, um, sometimes like I'll get really big goosebumps just in yeah. general and I'm not really sure why. And yeah. I'll just like kind of ask them, I'm like, is there like somebody that passed that you want to ask like all I can yeah. do is with my pendulum is ask yes or no questions like that's <laughs> it I don't know how to, I mean I'm sure eventually I'll maybe learn like how to do more and feel more and more the more I evolve and get tapped in yeah. but so like in two or three different readings now I've tapped into people's dead relatives <laughs> and I felt their energy like within my body and typically it's just love you know what I mean mm -hmm. they just want to extend love to their family member and just like let them know that they are surrounded by love and they can call upon them and they are around whenever they need that layer of support so it's very interesting this whole realm is like it's pretty nutty right like oh. I'm not gonna pretend I understand all of it but yeah. just in my experiences they I mean i I know what I feel and mm. I and now I'm like whatever I'm gonna shout it from not shout it from the rooftops but I'm not gonna be afraid of what I'm able to bring to the world like I used to be like I, I didn't want to be judged before or whatever because I mean I've been like low-key studying this stuff since like 20 2012 2013 right so yeah. just now like within the past like two months have I fully felt ready to bring it to the world wow yeah it's kind of wild so i'm i'm grateful to be here though you know like people need to understand about themselves and they need to understand that there is like way more happening than we any of us give it credit for so yeah. and um yeah. it takes it takes like um an open mind to for to, sure yeah, for someone well first of all to get into um tarots or anything like to seek your services right like that instantly yeah yeah that instantly has to um open someone's mind to do these things so i think it's like it's it can be like a fun cool intro to like just i don't know even just like looking deeper into yourself in a sense. Well, and that's why I think that you, like personally, you are in such a unique situation because, I mean, typically the people that are seeking out energy services are women because they're the ones <laughs> that are, I mean, let's just be real. And it's not, I'm not saying it's, it no, is, you're, but, I mean, you're it is so what it right. is just no, because so right. the feminine has been yeah. more tapped in. And I'm yeah. not saying the masculine can't be, but they've been like, yeah. literally judged for it you know whereas yeah. like you can be like one I and mean, you are like a male thought leader and like Ooh. feel leader honestly Ooh. because you're able to really help people like again tap yeah. into that vulnerability wow damn you're yeah. just unlocking me i swear like, well dude it's huge like it's well yeah that's literally what i do i have a leo sun 10th house so i shine my brightest through work but i'm also able to see where everybody else shines and i'm like oh yeah do that damn. wow yeah. it's a it's a wild leo, it's so a, wild is that a leo thing like in general uh, yeah. to, to well like i understand the whole myself shine thing but other seeing others shine is that a thing or yes because okay. leos like don't have any limits for themselves and like we are a lot of the time overconfident Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we just we just like I don't know. We we have overconfidence a lot of the time, and we're really just able to see other people like 
what you could be doing or where yeah. you could be shining and like but at the same time it's helping them build up that confidence for them to move in the world in that direction so you actually have leo north node which is your um like purpose in life please tell me <laughs> so you um well leo north node is, is at its basic core is to just develop your inner strength so mm -hmm. Um, and with okay. that being said, like sometimes you can feel very lonely and like you're on oh, your yeah. path by yourself. Very lonely. But yeah, very and essentially, um, let's see, what else do I want to tell you about this? Uh, part of your lesson is to really just like um, do a have a creative life because Leo's all about creativity. Yeah. And once you're oh. able to fully step into your creativity, that's when you're able to give to the oh. world in a very generous oh. way because Leos are so fucking generous so we just want to give 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 and like huge hearts want everybody to win and all of that so oh, that's your north shit. node okay yeah this is like my 10th mind-blowing like mind-blowing <laughs> moments of this just of this chart reading thing because yeah, um, i just i just realized okay um <laughs> what you said about um well first of all inner or uh strengthening or whatever the way i see that um is like i'm as effective as for in my opinion like the more the, it's like it all it all comes down to my personal growth it's like the more i grow the more you know now i can help other people reach this level you know um it's always been my yeah. thing like with my podcast with everything it's always been about okay i'm growing me that's my priority my priority is me and my growth and that but that also becomes external like now i am such an advantage when my cup is full everybody else's um but then you said something about the whole lonely thing i really feel that and that's something that like i don't want to say i'm insecure about but i just kind of think about sometimes like um well like i just feel like on this journey um up until recently um it's mm -hmm. like nobody you know like i have a lot of there's a ton of spiritual beings out here who do great work and everything but as far as the way i see the the the, the vibrational universe and everything i really feel like damn there's not a lot of souls in this world seen it the way i do and i definitely don't know any the season leo problem okay okay <laughs> all right all right well because, and here's here's the other part of that you also yeah. have sagittarius so you're able to have these grand visions right and like yeah. understand things so large scale and just like and not everybody else can Man. tap into that which wow. can feel very lonely but what i've had to overcome and realize that like yeah. in that loneliness yeah. not okay if you're having a vision, yeah. that's for a reason. If you yes. are looking around and nobody else is doing yes, something, that's because you. you're the one that's supposed to do Damn. it. 100%. 100%. I want to scream right now. And I just also <laughs> wanted to um, just add it to my um, to what I was saying about the whole loneliness. Yeah, exactly what you're saying about the loneliness thing. And you just helped me realize um, um, right now and also like two minutes ago about the loneliness thing because um, you said something about creativity. I realized, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, maybe – this loneliness is not this like dreadful thing that I'm thinking it is. Um, maybe this is a fucking like just the best strength. Like you know, you know it what I'm is. saying. You know what I'm saying. I just got goosebumps. Uh, it like, 100 is. Uh, it, it, yeah. Uh, this, this has been come. This has been developing huge for me. So like a few mm -hmm. thoughts. Like so for example, like you know, I'm feel I'm, I feel like probably Jesus is the only one who was feeling like doing what he was doing. You know, what right? I'm like um um, this guy's like um. I can't think of right now, but I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like the, no one thinks like me. I really like, I, I feel like I am like, 
Uh, I don't know, but I feel like, okay, this is for me, and this is for me to bring yes. it to the world. To the and, world. And, yep. and, and just, so now I just realized, oh my gosh, this is not something I should shy away from, and this is something that I need to express. And just, yeah, man. This is, right this there. Is, yeah, this is not some loneliness. This is, this is my, my freaking, uh, my, my, my leverage, my strength. Like, this is my, mm -hmm. my, what's the word? Like, this is, Oh my! It's a uh, gift, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you well, know, and it, it reminds me of that meme, and of course, my brain yeah. thinks in memes because <laughs> I've made like fifteen hundred in the past year, which is what it is. But um, yeah. so, have you ever seen that meme where it's like this dude's really sad? He's like, nobody gives a shit, and then the next one's like, nobody gives a shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like nobody sees my vision. Nobody sees my vision, and <laughs> it's like it's. it's Special wow. because it's for you. I just had that moment. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Only, yeah, this is so revolution. This is wow. And this wow. is why I think astrology is cool as fuck. So Damn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, and it's like some people I've seen tweets like you know um, I wish people came with a handbook. It's like bitch, they do. It's a fucking <laughs> natal birth chart. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> I can tell you about your soul in yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's easy. That, so yeah, once yeah. I see a birth chart, I see somebody's soul. It's really yeah. Funny. For me, funny. it's that and Abraham, Abraham Hicks book. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. So awesome. 100%. Wow. So, yeah, I'm really glad that you're finding value in this because every, like, I don't think people even understand, like, what's possible through astrology. It's... I mean, it's just like, it's so fun, but it's just as deep as it is fun. And um, mm -hmm. for me, literally, um, I used to, uh, I remember a few years ago, I went to Target and I, there's this book that I bought. It was like the Strength Finder. And this is, yes. like, this is like the Strength Finder on steroids. This is way literally. better. This is way better. And um, for me, with someone who has a very personal development, mind and um uh, for someone who's always seeking improvement i literally um yeah i mean like i've always been improving myself so when i did my chart it was like oh my gosh all the weaknesses that he, well he, he well because you know he was saying like okay this would be kind of like the weakness of these but then every time he would say the weakness i would be like oh my gosh that's no longer a insecurity of mine like that weakness, mm -hmm. that weakness is now my absolute strength so, absolutely yeah so it's kind of like if you have the right mindset this, this yes. is fun and this is something uh and definitely man i need to like do more of these charts <laughs> yeah it's really uh, fascinating it's really super yeah it's very insightful so carl jung the uh he's a famous psychologist it's j-u-n-g it's, it's yeah. kind of a weird last name to pronounce yeah. sometimes but he um, actually like talks a lot about astrology. No way. Like, yeah, yes way. So he actually has a paper, whatever it is, a, a document. You can Google it. It's free PDF. It's the it's a collective consciousness um, by Carl Jung, and I started reading it, and he literally talks about the astrology archetypes. I'm like, oh, all right, this is legit. Like if he's <laughs> talking about this, I'm gonna pay more attention because. I mean, I think our analytical brains need yeah. like something to bite onto at first, yeah. and then 
the more intuitive you get, the less actual things I need to bite onto. So, which can be good in some cases, but then if I'm like trying to convey my thoughts to like a Joe Rogan, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Because he needs like very factual evidence based. And it's just like, some of this isn't there yet. You know, like eventually there's going to be explanations, but right now it's, a very intuitive thing and if you're out of touch with your intuition you're not going to be able to resonate yeah that's um something i want to speak to that sure is yeah i am definitely well i am very pragmatic um and practical um but it's like i am now like spiritually pragmatic and what that means is like okay when i teach this vibrational work when i've done the vibrational work on myself um there there is a part of me who's who will always be like um hey maybe you're this is just some type of like placebo effect or something right like there's always that doubt in me but but then like i realized look at your look at my life um in three months that i changed my vibration my relationship with my dad who i've been just arguing with and it's been extremely toxic for 19 years and now in less than three less than three months um we are now like best buds and, and out of nowhere i didn't have to do anything it just happened like he just had a total change in mindset and like we were arguing every day and now we were like he's just always saying good things about me and the other day he hugged me for the first time in like 20 years Aww, yeah special yeah like it, it happened in less than three months and all these other amazing things my, my podcast following blew like everything just like started like or you know i have basically no following to now like a, a, a following that's going and going and going yeah and, man. and in, it all this happened in less than three months and now i'm meeting all these incredible people like you and just a few other people and like i don't know my life have just radically transformed and now i feel amazing like every single day like internally and externally it's just like things are changing rapidly as well like super rapidly and all that happens just when I raise my vibration. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't put that into scientific evidence, but like, you know, like, <laughs> well, and the crazy part is it's like when I speak to my spiritual teachers, like in yeah. physical form, not like the people up wherever the hell. <laughs> like, so for yeah. example, like there's this woman I speak with her name or this woman, her name's Danelle. And she is able to like spit out the physics behind everything to me. I am not that smart. You know what I mean? They're not <laughs> that like up to date on all this stuff but like if you actually study metaphysics and like the vibration that you know the literal like electromagnetic field of our body and all of that like it it makes sense but you have to like know what to say and how to say it and i don't know how to say it yeah well but some people do well here's the thing um uh, and people people think abraham hicks for example is just like a a vibrational thing that only talks about the law of attraction but abraham hicks is just a high vibrational energy and 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 look you can ask them like you can turn to a page in your science and ap biology textbook and be like hey can you explain to me what the mitochondria is or how like plant whatever like produce atp or whatever and Abraham Hicks like can can explain all that to you just as well as they explain the law of attraction stuff like they it's um so I think I don't know I just think with channeling I think man I really 
it can it can really help us scientifically because um, absolutely you know, you know what i'm saying you know how long it took for them to figure out gravity because bro cause well that's the crazy part like yeah. i mean you're a little bit younger but yeah. i'm 30 so like i'm yeah. dead center millennial and it's like okay we literally came here to change everything and like yeah. the way we see things now yeah. in 20 years we're gonna yeah. laugh at ourselves you know what wow. i mean yeah. just in general we're gonna be like oh we thought huh you know <laughs> so, yeah yeah well yeah, it's, well mm-hmm. and kind of going back to what you were saying um i feel like a lot of these like vibrational things it's proving it to yourself over and over and over again yeah. right and like the more you prove it to yourself the more stock you're gonna put into it and like the more the universe shows up it's like oh i'm highly protected i can believe that but until it's like proven to me it's yeah. going to be harder for my like rational human brain to pick up on right yeah, yeah. so um yeah it's a really interesting thing that happens once you like fully put trust in just everything you know yeah. yourself and just the law of attraction and all of it yeah um i think that's something that uh with just all the spiritual stuff and healing stuff even and like abraham hicks material is that um including me like i was skeptical a part of me was skeptical so half of my brain was trying to figure this material out which is hard enough but then the other half of it is like doubting it so uh, all the spiritual stuff so it's kind of like you're kind of half a foot in the door and when i hit the rock bottom of my life and lost basically everything it was kind of like hey okay okay so are you going to put both feet in the door <laughs> now and and just kind of right. like you because i've been blogging about this gratitude surrender stuff and like um am i gonna like just kind of be half foot uh, you know half halfway in or am i this is now the time to put all my eggs in this spiritual basket and and you know i i I started my podcast and everything else in my life took off the moment I just cho- chose to completely surrender to the universal forces and boom now like in in less than a month I was like healing so well like this this is something this the situation that happened because some, something similar happened in the past to a lesser magnitude it took me like a year to to start to heal emotionally and Mm -hmm. this took me less than a month because i was surrendered and like i let the universe take me there and yeah yeah so now i'm all in because i realized oh my gosh there's nothing to fear this is legit for me exactly it's literally yeah and it's the full surrender is when good things actually happen it is hard it's very 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 challenging and like I I mean, I could pretend I'm there all the time, but you know, yeah. I do, we all work human, yeah. so we have yeah. to forgive ourselves for any fallbacks, but, yeah. well, and that's why, like, if somebody is trying to do it half-assed, they're not going to see the results, and then they're going to be, or could potentially be like, this yeah. is bullshit, it's like, well, yeah, it is for you, because you suck, I mean, not that you <laughs> suck, but I'm just talking shit, so. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i'll calm down (laughs) but yeah no it's a really like just cool concepts um how -hmm. everything flows together and the more belief you have in yourself and 
like that things are going to work out and are actively working out in your favor. And like you said, just keeping your vibe as high as possible in the meantime is the ticket. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I mean, just surrendering um, in and of itself is pretty like super next level. Um, I only got into the vibration part of it um, like June 5th, which yeah, like three months and and some change ago Um, because like I have a background in presence. I have a background in like uh, having a really empty mind, like the whole Zen like all Eckhart Tolle power of now thing. Like I had yes. a really crazy experience where I went from overthinking to really present and empty minded. And um, yeah, I had that experience. <clears throat> and so I always thought like, okay, being just kind of neutral is like the most holy thing I can do. Um, so I've always kind of been like at this like neutral place. And I thought, okay, this is the highest my vibration can get is this neutral place. Um, um, cause, mm. and, and then like, I, I was, I got arrested and, you know, I was going to court and everything and I was just surrounded by all these negative people. And then, mm. and June 5th was a day I was like, I was looking around, I was in the courtroom, I'm looking around all these low vibrational people. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm attracting these people. Like this, mm. means, that, this means that I am not being honest with myself about my vibration. And mm-hmm. that's, that's when I was like, because at that time I was into enlightenment. I was just into like, okay, um, I should just go in a cave and meditate my life away because that's, <laughs> that's the only thing that matters and that's what we're here for. And I realized, I realized something, which was we, this is something that's pretty hard for people to get, um, but we are always already enlightened because we are, yes. always, we are always already infinite source consciousness. Like we're always that, like, um, it's just whether we just kind of like with our minds realize it or not. Um, but, but any, any who, um, what was I saying all that? Um, anyways, so I don't believe, I, I believe that like we were enlightened before this life. We were enlightened. We will be enlightened after this life. It's, that's not the, we will always be pure awareness, consciousness and beyond whatever, you know, the, the ultimate enlightenment is whatever. Um, we, um, that is not, I, and you know like i was uh, i got into abraham hicks material and we talked and she talks about how like you know we are an extension of source energy we are here to play and grow this is a fun experience this is not some serious like karma wheel type scenario you know like we're here to be punished um until we undo our baggage like um and and that's kind of what i'm realizing like is that oh my gosh like we're here to have fun and it starts with raising our vibration but raising our vibration simply you know like um i didn't really understand this till recently but raising our vibration why, why do we raise our vibration well we only raise our vibration to connect back with the natural alignment we have with source energy because mm-hmm. like when we have a low a bad incompatible low stressed out depressed signal that's not compatible with godly energy so we are literally in our natural state in, in tune with high vibrational God source energy. And that is the missing step to manifestation. Like I was, you know, I was saying like step one to three, like one and two is already done. Step three is what's important, which is the connection with source. So you're literally connecting with abundance and that is supposed to be our natural state. But when we are feeling bad all the time, that simply means we are not, we are disconnected. 
Um, Absolutely. Anyways, anyways. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, I can't believe it's only been three months, but in, in less than three months, my- That is really wild. Yeah, in less than three months, my podcast, my social, well, my, in three, less than three months, my social media went from June 5th, I was at 500. And That's so wild. And now I'm at 4,300. Like, yeah. It took no, me I mean, you're crushing yeah. it. And, crushing and it like you said, I mean, like the Gary Vee method, like you're just providing yeah. value over and over and over and over yeah. again. And, and, and that's why people are attracted to what you're saying. Yeah, because like, I don't know, like, um, well, well, I want to, well, let's switch. Well, I got to go kind of soon. Just I got to go. I got to go pee. What time is it? <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, we, we'll, let's wrap this up because I was listening to the same thing. So, uh, but I want to talk about last thing. Um, just kind of like, because um, I, I kind of wanted to dig into your knowledge about just kind of social media and whatnot. And, I want to just kind of help the listeners in terms of how do you, what would you have to say to people who, you know, like, um, has a passion, but they don't know how to pursue it because I'm in the belief that we live in this digital age. Like anybody can have their niche and just totally, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And it's just kind of like, uh, like anybody can learn the right knowledge and grow their following and find their soul following soul tribe. And it will mm-hmm. be the best nine months ago. I would never, ever, ever have met those people. I've never met you. I would never have right. met amazing people that podcasting has changed my life. Connecting with all these amazing people, co-creating has completely changed my life. I'm no longer in a shell. Right. Mm-hmm. So any advice to people? Like, what would you say? Just like, I mean, a lot of it can be just trial and error and not being afraid to just start posting. You know what I mean? Because I think like that's the biggest thing for everybody is just like, I don't know what to post. I don't know how to post. I don't know where to post. And nobody's going to pay attention. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay, who cares? Like if they don't pay attention for the first however long, that's great. But like you said, like if you do have a niche or you do niching down, I think is like the best possible way to go about social media. So, I mean, it can go in many different ways. Let me, if you're into it, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to say this. I literally heard this from Abraham Hicks yesterday, which is, which is, they literally talk about how your specific ass ass niche, you're just just the most specific niche, like you can come up with, like what is uniquely you and what you, what you're uniquely passionate about, that can make you tons of money. Like that oh, is there yeah. for a reason, and don't be afraid to be so specific. Like you could be, yep. you could be like about um um, you could be you could make a podcast about. Russian women's well, Russian women's Russian <laughs> r- Russian women women. Where are you going astrology. with this one? Like, yeah, you know, no, yeah, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Russian women, um, or Russian man who absolutely rides, who rides I could literally yeah. create an yeah. entire social media page yeah. dedicated to cancer venuses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I wanted to and, and just talk will, about you that. Could, you could be day. so specific and yeah. there will be the this universe is abundant enough for any little 
big niches. literally to, yes. to explode like yeah it's wild yeah i mean yeah. whatever you're interested in guaranteed there's a community for it on the internet which is super wild so Amen. um so yeah just finding that community and then understanding like the basics of social media marketing which i'm actually highly considering just like making like four videos and selling it for like a hundred bucks like here you go guys enjoy Yo, should, uh, here's my brain enjoy Yo, it we should like, like I want to work with some, I want to do something like that too. So I mean, maybe you can help me develop it or something. Yeah. We'll we'll figure, we'll talk about it. Cause like you took, you did my little Instagram crash course, right? It was very helpful. And so I just like, I want to spread the knowledge and like, you're really, you've understood Twitter well. So, I mean, we could collab in a lot of different ways. I mean, that's the thing. There's so many different ways to make money in abundance. It's just like choosing which one you actually want to do. Um, but yeah, I would just find your niche and then create whatever content that you want and then like spend time looking at what other people are doing. And I don't want to say copy them, but do it in your own way and see what's working for other people. And then, you know, just do it in the way that resonates with you. You know what? Um, I just want to plant a seed, which is um, maybe one day in the future or whatever, um, me and you, we could start like a little like, or, or a big like agency or something and just do you know like this vayner media but it's just not, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be on that scale but in terms of but for help, spiritual helping, or, or just yeah anybody with a passion and a soulful yeah. uh surrendered approach because i know tons of people who yeah i know tons of people like who would definitely love that soulful spiritual entrepreneur based passion-based approach and yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and i think that's something that people are very confused about and unwary or like just afraid to move forward with but it's possible um so just quickly do you mind if i plug my services oh i was just about to get to that yeah dip out or do you have any other closing thoughts or um let me arguments um well (laughs) arguments (laughs) i don't agree um nah um well first of all i really enjoyed this podcast um yeah I, it was great to connect I, with you and tell you about your chart yeah yo i'll pay you like a thousand dollars like <laughs> when i get rich, i'll pay you like a thousand dollars like a day to just like I'll, I'll lay down on the couch and like you'll be like my uh astrology therapist just listen to your about yourself yes, well, yeah it changes every day too like different wow. transits to different <laughs> houses and yeah it's wild so yeah. it goes deep this was literally like scratching the surface but that's where it all starts yeah well i'm integrate all this stuff because that's uh that's so powerful and i just feel like i just upgraded myself like so yeah, yeah. absolutely all right plug away plug away so if uh so if you guys want like a really real like large in-depth reading i would definitely uh pawn not pawn you off but give you to my astrologer dana she's been studying astrology for like 13 years and she really does like very large one-on-one video deep dives which i super recommend but Mm -hmm. i do um what's called soul sessions where I do them online. We sit in front of Zoom and we talk about your chart. I pick out different things that I want to tell you. And then we do a spread. And like I mentioned before, I do any channeling that you might want to know about. And um, on the other end of things, I do monthly coaching calls as well. So if you're looking for more guidance or yeah, you're curious about your transits or like what's happening for you 
or even just like relationships and boundaries and or confidence because I really love to work with people with confidence because I again have so much of it that it's really easy for me to insert it into other people as well and kind of build them up in that way so those are the main things I want to bring to the table right now um obviously there's more I do but those are the main things that I wanted to get out there for the world so okay um well link, link of everything you mentioned will be in the description below um, perfect so that's that and I just want to say before the podcast we talked about how um you helped a lot of people who might not necessarily be experts uh, or whatever, you know, like you, 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 you're very friendly and you're open to like, just, um, just what, wherever people are in their journey. Right. Absolutely. From, from a beginner yeah. to, to like, like me, I feel like, you know, like I've been on the spiritual journey for a while and I feel like I got in a really good point, but I just learned a ton, ton from you. And I know that right. I could, yeah, you, I need to hire you. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> well, we, I think we need to hire each other. You yeah, know, yeah. So maybe we can just swap services in a few different ways. Whoa, but, um, whoa. I'm super down to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so but realistically, I'm, I'm here for the collective. Um, I'm here for kind of everyone. You know what I mean? I'm not, I do like the individual stuff, but on a grand scale, like I need to make sure everybody can eat. That's pretty much my where I'm at at the end of the day. Like I have a big, big concern for humanity. I have an Aquarius moon and I have a lot in my 11th house, which is the house of Aquarius. So I really just community based, community oriented and creating communities online and in person. So, um, yeah, I, I want to stop this recording and then just, I, I want to talk to you about something on private. Sure. Okay. So yep. but anyways, we got Lily the legend, uh, the legend on the podcast. Um, at what? Lily the legend? At, yeah. At <laughs> L-I-L-L-Y. So L-I-L-L-Y, the legend. And then my main astrology accounts is astro- at astrology vibes with a Z. So I'm on every social media channel you can probably think of with astrology vibes but lily the legend just on twitter and instagram and youtube i guess so so okay yeah um i appreciate this podcast so so i appreciate you yeah thank you for having me on i'm excited um i'm gonna start mine soon and i'll definitely have you check that out yes talk about all of it so yo i would i would come on every week if we talk about astrology like i'm i mean yeah maybe we could who even knows right yeah i would do no seriously i i'll do like a whole segment with you every monday astrology or wednesday astrology wednesday or that'd be dope Saturday, sunday whatever yeah, yeah we'll I, definitely yeah. figure it out definitely, definitely um in the future when i travel more or whatever we can like even do it in person like we can like smoke oh, you know absolutely. And, and then talk about these things and yeah but yeah i mean anyway so let me stop this thing <laughs>